Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Welcome to the Black Irish Podcast. to a new episode of the Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike Crawford. How you doing, Mike? Chilling, man. How you today? Doing well, doing well. I was, uh, you know, contemplating things as you do over the weekend, you know, looking at Tom Brady being old as shit, doing his thing. And I was thinking, I was like, all right, Tom Brady has so much money. He just has FU money, right? Yeah, but... Well, we consider doing your thing, but we'll get back to that. Go ahead, finish your story. Well, I'm just thinking, like, as far as, like, if somebody with his financial uh, wealth is going into a retirement home, because he's going to retire soon. So I'm thinking about just your average person <laughs> that just has money stashed away. Could you pay for a higher-end, like, facility that caters more to, you know, Somebody is used Tom to Tom Brady's going to a retirement home one day. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. Like no, no, no. if you're somebody no. who doesn't have a family, doesn't have kids and just wants to blow your money, go to a, a retirement home where, you know, they have like topless orderlies or if you're a lady, you know, get some <laughs> buff dude to, to sponge bath your big old floppers or something like, you know, like you, pay for the experience. You just, what do you just have someone come do that at your house? I mean, that would be just the, Easier thing than going to a retirement home, Brendan. <laughs> okay, sure. So then, let's say they're coming to your house, but can you can you pay to have like hot people do it for you? You can. I'm sure there's a way. That should be a service, <laughs> right? I'm sure there's a way to find and make sure that they have. I, don't know. I just know that going out with the right so amount with the right you... amount of money, I'm sure you can make it happen. <laughs> Go out like a Saudi prince, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think they make it happen? Money. See. Right yeah. amount of money, money and have. chopping hands off, whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of chopping hands off, a brawl is surely brewing. What do you, you say we get the super off. fight of the week going on? Chop your hands off for these picks, man. Pick something good this week. Come on. I guess I need to come to Cali and pick Mike myself. is a street fighter. A street fighter. So now are we talking like uh, a guy who fights on the street or a person off the video game? Listen, bro, this is your world. You pick whatever you want. All right, have a little. I mean, I can ride. Oh, you can. You're fucked. Because I'm MacGyver. Tell me. MacGyver versus Street Fighter. We'll mix the cards up again. I ain't see yeah. you mix that up. You might have. You might have pulled that out the wickets. Me, bro. Me and this bird. My slide hand isn't that good. I don't know magic. I'm not a nerd. All right, your first attribute no is there's no magic. <laughs> carrying way too many <laughs> grocery bags. Hey yo, I don't I only do one trip. <laughs> Me too. 
Oh, okay. What's your grocery store experience like? One trip. Well, what do you do? Do you have a routine or what? Well, when I go to the grocery store? No, I go to the grocery store multiple times. Oh, with Instacart. I know, but for yourself, like, do you like going to the store or not? I'm talking about for myself, too. Yeah. I hate I hate it, but I have to go eat. Oh, so you're a you're a get in, get out kind of a guy. Yeah, I'll go for maybe two days and I'll be back two days later, bro. Oh bro, I have a whole process. I have a whole process. Yeah, you have a whole family too. <laughs> yeah, well, here's what I do. Like I, I usually yeah. like to go Friday afternoons. You know, is like it, in is between, it empty? like right before everybody else gets off work, like like three thirty, four o'clock if I can make it happen. That's a perfect time. Show up, throw my earbuds in, and I go to walk in. Right, like 30 feet right when you walk in, there's a Starbucks, like little kiosk thing. The worst thing ever because it just clogs up the line. So when I put my music on, I got to have something that gets me going, gets me direct to the butcher. That's where I got to go first. That's where I start. So I'm usually <laughs> Tupac, like hit him up or something, you know, like, bitch, you got to get out of my way. If we're all supposed to be six feet apart, there's no reason why my cart shouldn't be able to go right through every line if I want to. Get out of my way. So I head right to the butcher, do the fun shopping. Then I'll throw on some random stuff, you know, some 38 special one up and down the aisles, getting all the regular canned shit or whatever, you know, spaghetti sauce, all that kind of shit. <laughs> and then you hit the produce section, the other fun section at the end of the trip, the fresh stuff you can, last. You consider the produce section the fun, the fun section? It's so cold in the produce section. Bro. No, it's called the freezer it. section. The produce section is cold too, I'm telling you. Oh. No, that's when you throw on some Steve Winwood, you know, high love or something. Look, I love Whitney, but you got to get the horns with Steve Winwood. You just bounce around the produce aisle. Boom, you're done. Every week. I love it. Oh, you go every week? Once a week. Stock up for the week and try not to go back. <laughs> anyway, back to the super fight. MacGyver, his first attribute is that he's a stuffed animal. That's going to be rough. So we have a street fighter carrying too many grocery bags and MacGyver, who is a stuffed animal. Mike's second attribute can only move when I move. That's not good for you, Mike. Oh, great. And MacGyver's last attribute is that he's elderly. Okay. So we have taken a turn from a Mike Tyson robot. <laughs> <laughs> and mafia dogs. <laughs> so you're a street fighter. First of all, what street fighter am I fighting? Like Tank Abbott, or am I fighting like Chung Lee? I mean, um, nah, you fighting like Why you? What? You got to talk to you. I am Ryu. Ryu. I don't. I don't need to move. I get to go. I do can. Yeah, but you can't move ball, unless bro. I move. So as move, MacGyver, like, being a stuffed like animal. Move. So my arms are not allowed to move either because I don't need to move my legs to do right. You, can. you cannot move unless I move. But I'm elderly, so I move really slow. So I think that uh, this street fight, I just got to take the L on this one because as soon as I move <laughs> a little bit, the, the stuffed animals going up in flames with that Aduken, so Flame. I'm out, man. Flame, I'm not. Even, I'm taking the L, dude. I, I can't. I can't even talk my way out of that one. <laughs> hey, yo. You got knocked the fuck out, man. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well deserved win, Mike. All right, two I, and one. I needed that. I needed back that on win. track. Back on track, buddy. I like to win. So we ended up losing a couple of legends here recently. We lost uh, Hank Aaron the other day at 86. And then the day after, Larry King kicked the bucket at 87. Was there anybody on that day Larry King died that was 88 that's a celebrity that's like shitting their pants? Like, oh, next. I know it. (laughs) How did we turn death into a joke? (laughs) Anything's a joke if it's funny and (laughs) well-timed. There you go, man. But I know we were kind of chatting before that uh, some of the crazy stats on Hank Aaron was that he was selected to 25 all-star teams, even though he only played in 20 seasons. And the reason was because there were a few years there where they played two separate all-star games. So each league had an all-star. So he made both all-star teams for four years. The only two years he didn't make it was um, his rookie year. And his final season because he didn't play enough games. So, I mean, that's one for the record books. And he has one of the coolest records ever. He hit the first regular season walk-off home run to win a pennant. So back, you know, back in the day in the late fifties, I think it was, or something like that. You know, they had however many game league going into one of the final games of the season, and he rocked it in like the ninth or eleventh inning or something like that for a walk-off. Pretty fucking cool, if you ask me. There you go, man. Wow. There you go. Hank Hank was that guy, though, man. Hank was the guy. The hammer and Hank, dude. He did. That's a great nickname, oh, too. Man. That clip, the clip of him hitting a go-ahead home run and the guy running on the like that. Well, you know what happened to that guy, right? <laughs> he died. Everybody died, Brendan. Yeah, there's actually two of them, but one of them actually <laughs> did die. Oh. I don't know if that's funny or not, but he's just dead. <laughs> Everybody dies, man. Sorry to say. Uh, and we're recording this on the one-year anniversary of Kobe's tragedy. Tragedy? Yeah. While you're talking about death, RIP. Serious, to the I Black mean. Mamba. To the second greatest basketball player of all time, RIP the Mamba. Second greatest. Well, you're a Bulls fan, so... What are we? One of these days, we have to have the debate uh, between. There's, there's not a debate to be had. Yeah, there's no there's debate to be had. So Kobe's the best, and then the for number two, we'll go for MJ and LeBron. And we can have that argument after Space Jam Two comes out, and we can see who truly is the best. Don't, don't ever fix your lips to say such a thing again in your life, okay, sir? What are you talking so about, bro? So this MJ, and then I'll give Kobe the clear two. And then LeBron can be three, and then you can go so on and so forth. But don't ever, there's no. We're gonna, COVID we're definitely gonna have Michael to put Jordan. a lot more into this. We're gonna have to have, we're gonna have to put some time and effort into into our uh, investigations no and need. putting our do our due diligence to put some facts together and and bring this to the table legit there's, here in a couple. There's of no, weeks. there's no need to. You can. We have do to. All you, I mean, you can. We can do it, but there's the waste of your time. Because the facts will always remain the same. I don't know though. When when Jordan came back, man, he he just he ruined. When he came back the third time, let me be clear, he just ruined all See of that? the mystique. See those numbers right there? That's yeah. the beginning of the greatest resume of all time. So this is where you start the greatest resume of all time. You don't understand where it ends. 
zero zero. It ends somewhere that those boys just can't reach. Like yeah, but MJ was. never. He was. I don't know. Do you right. realize that MJ was only in Chicago for thirteen years. Yeah, and he has six rings. Do you understand the ratio of championship to seasons that that is? He was amazing. Like, do you do you understand? He was amazing that? for the period of time while he did it, but longevity, being good for longer, has to account for something. What do you mean? It has to account for what? Being able to do it longer. When you say good, it's different. When you you had to be good for a little bit of time. There, this is a different. Era. He was great so was for uh, for a long period. He, Kobe was great, but not on today. We won't discuss the fact of certain things that involve Kobe's career because today is his day. All so right, we ain't gonna all right. do let's, that. All right. Well, let's curve it for another day. But, then. but we will have that conversation. There, there's not really a conversation to be had. But okay, we will. Whatever, bro. So, <laughs> considering that Kobe was one of the uh, one of the goats, we'll say. Pending uh, conversation. Um, going into the Super Bowl, it's going to be Tom Brady, who's the goat, whatever. The passing of the like torch, him, man. Whatever. This is, this is how it's supposed Patty to Mahomes, be done. The new goat. This is how it's supposed to be done. I agree. And all, Kobe and LeBron never actually gave us this. Yeah. Jordan and LeBron, I mean, Jordan and Kobe were never able to give us this. This is what you need. You need a finals of the new Versus the old, the new has to win, and that's how you get the torch pass. This that's is the magic to Michael Torch, man. This is the closest we've ever had to getting, you know, getting this two is, players <clears throat> as close to their prime as you can to actually play each other. Yeah, no, this is Brady isn't close to his prime. I'm not gonna say that, but what I'm saying is he's got the torch, and now he's but he's time still to great, yeah. It. But he's pretty, oh he's he's good, but he didn't look good this year. He didn't look good Sunday. Well, let's that's not, the thing is if Patty Mahomes, no concussion this year, was playing Tom Brady five years ago. That's then, the perfect game. Yeah. But they the fact that, that we still get it at all is that's the part that matters. Yeah. Patty gonna go out here, finish this thing off, and, and take his rifle spot at the top of the throne. I do have to say that I'm rooting for the Bucks just for Brady, just to just to kind of one of those like for all the haters, like, okay, what are you going to say now? What are you going to say now? <laughs> you know, and I'm it's one of those things where that, so. I'm in the weird position of defending the best quarterback of all time because people are shitting on him <laughs> too much. He's but. a cheater, bro, because he is a cheater. That's Bro, why you how, have to defend, how hard defend is he going to cheat? How hard is he going to cheat this week? Home stadium. You think they're going to they do cheated any of the for weird, him this week? The Look, weird old stuff. Cheating like, for him is not going to help you this week. Did you see what happened to them last time they played the Chiefs? Well, nothing's going to help <laughs> you this week. It's a virtual Pro Bowl this week. I mean, well, you know, in two weeks. Did you, did you see what happened to them? This might get ugly. It it could. It really, it really might get up. It's one of those things where Kansas City looks like they're in the SEC and Tampa Bay looks like they're in the <laughs> Big Ten. Like they got these big, you know, Mike Evans, big burly receiver, he'd go up, get the ball. But, you know, 
on the other end, Tyree kills running around him five times before he even knows where he is. Oh, it's gonna be. Hopefully, it's a good game, but I think it has a it has a potential to be a. The it way has Tom Brady to be a stinker. If the way Tom Tampa Brady Bay looked on Sunday, <laughs> yeah, the way he looked on Sunday under pressure, he just was throwing it up, man. At times, like it didn't look good. That defense saved them. Saved them. Well, defense wins championships sometimes. Yeah, except for when you're going against Patty Mahomboy. All right. Well, considering we are going into Pro Bowl week, uh, you and I did a little exercise where we created our all-time Pro Bowl teams. So here was – I don't know why you're shaking your head like it's a bad thing. This is for fun, Mike. Come on. But it's no, uh, – I'm just saying my team is so good I had to shake my head one more time. All right. Before I read it you're to just, the world. You're just so, so good. You stink. There you go. <laughs> so the way we did it was you got to pick your offense and defense, what you're running. And it's not necessarily the best player at the position. It's your favorite to watch at the position. So it doesn't, you know, one of the greats doesn't have to be the best. It's pure opinion who you would like to see on a Pro Bowl team because Pro Bowls are for fucking around anyway. Right. Yeah, well, I picked my as if I had to win a Super Bowl game, but I feel what you're saying. All right. Well, I figured let's start game. out on the let's start on the D line. So what what kind of defense are you running? I'm running three four. Me too. With a hybrid line, hybrid with a linebacker. So the All new right. age three four. So who's your who's your first uh, D lineman? And Donald. Oof. Going young. He's playing I like DN. It. He's playing DN. All right. All right. I, I went with uh, Reggie White as my first D lineman. You're playing 3 4? Yeah. No. Yeah, 3 4. Reggie White? Yeah, why not? I'm just having fun, Mike. It's a Pro Bowl. No, I'm just asking a question, sir. <laughs> I can't ask a question. You can, but I reserve the right to snap at you. <laughs> I want to put Reggie White on my team. Reggie White all the time great. I'm not going down. I mean, he was fun to DM watch. Would too. Be weird. He was fun to watch when you go up against the O lineman that was like, you know, yeah, no, first season or something. He's just like, oh god, <laughs> and he's going, and he's going to hand me. Yeah, and he's going to handle you. And then he was so nice, he'd pick you back up and go, see you next play. There you go. And he's going right. to pray for you. Who's who's your number two? Uh, nose tackle John Randall. John Randall my made guy. my honorable mentions. That's my guy, man. He's he's the man. He's and they monster. used to dude. The NFL used to be such squares, bro. They they <laughs> only couldn't wear his face paint anymore because he was scaring people. <laughs> no, John Randall's my guy, bro. Yeah, so I went with Bruce Smith. Again, just a big fun dude to watch. Just from BA, so you already know. I'm always going to show him love. Yeah. All right. Who's your three? Uh, other DM, we're going Mr. Sapp. D-U. He got you understand. mention It's a theme well. going on. At some point, you'll realize there's a little bit of a theme going on here. Oh, I figured, yeah, I figured it was going to be the U and Cowboys. <laughs> Not that many Cowboys on here, actually. We don't have a lot of all-time greats. Look at you. Honest. Evolving, Mike. Mm. So my uh, my third D lineman, I I had to go with Mean Joe Green. 
I actually had him in that spot for Sap, and I took him. I, I did have a couple honorable mentions. Me, Joe Green, honestly got the nod over Sap because he was also in uh, Mary Wood Children. <laughs> so he, so he got the nod. He got Sap got the nod over me, and Joe Green, on just because I was actually putting together a defense like we were going to play a game. That's I started to because I also had like I had Howie Long in there just because I loved him, and then I had Merlin Olsen in there just because my pops loved him, and I was like. No, this is this is a team I want to see play. Like guys that would be fun to watch, but if you turned them loose, they would kill you. <laughs> That's right, what you're so about to hear a whole bunch of dudes that if you turned them loose, they would kill you. Yeah, exactly. Literally. So then let's work outside. Let's go with I actually had some some trouble with this one. Let's go with cornerbacks. Oh, I had um I mean, to me, the two greatest of all time. I got Sanders and Reeves. I have Sanders, Deion Sanders as one. Yeah, I have Revis yeah. Island as an honorable mention. But I had to put Rod Woodson in there. He was the OG. Well, see, there's I have Rod Woodson on my team. He just ain't that corner. See, you put him at safety. You know it. Yeah. I see I, Rod's I did, OG, but man. well, we'll move right well, into Wait till you hear you'll hear the rest of my team and then you're gonna be like, okay, I see. Well, what let's you go did, position man. by position and then we'll cool. we'll read them all off defense and offense. So the re- so the reason why I moved him to corner was because of who I had at safety. So cool. I had my boy Ronnie Lott and Ed Reed. I mean, if Ed Reed isn't on your team, it's going it's hard. Like just yeah. watch football. <laughs> the, Ed all Reed credibility good, goes out the window. <laughs> well, he just he just was he's just that good. And he just he's a nice guy when he's on the field, man, and he talks trash if you like that. Like so. But yeah, so that's me. I'm every Rod Woodson at safety. All right, all right. So let's get back to the uh, to the fun stuff here. Let's get to uh, linebackers. I mean, I'm pretty much sure one outside linebacker. Everybody's gonna go the same. He's pretty much the greatest football player of all time in my eyes, next to Jerry Rice, and that's Mr. Taylor. He, yeah, I mean, he, he's yeah. one. Yeah, he's one outside for me. Mr. Taylor. Uh, next to him is another university product, Mr. Lewis. Yep. There, I got him right next to each other. Right next to him is my hybrid, my 236-pound safety who's going to come down and play linebacker because uh, my D-line is going to be taking all those double teams, so he's going to be good to Rome. Mr. Mr. Sean Taylor himself. Oh, that's a good one. The U. That Again. is a good one. And then I'm going to play Dirk Thomas. Rest in peace at my other outside linebacker, man. I'll tell you, if you get a yard on those linebackers right there, you're a good team. You're a great team, actually. Yeah, so funny enough is I had LT. I had Ray Lewis. I have Derek Thomas. And then I, I threw Erlacher in there as right, my kind of hybrid. And Erlacher actually is, if you're going to play 3-4, it's probably perfect because yeah. he can get that deep middle. He used to play safety in college, and high he, school. He's big so. enough to go on the line if he's got to put his hands in the dirt, you know. Yeah. So, but with LT and Dirk Thomas, he'll never have to worry about that. So he's just got to worry about that deep middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got to he's got to cover the uh, the tight end. Yeah, he's got to just knock man. anybody else out. All right, yeah. so let's go to uh, offense. So let's start with uh, O line. O line. I mean, my starting center is. Uh, Bruce Matthews, you know, he's also available if I get any injuries. He's played all over the line, Pro Bowl everywhere on the offensive line. So 
we're gonna move them around there a little bit if necessary but that's funny i have on. i have bruce matthews at tackle and i have kevin <laughs> y at center yeah <laughs> um uh, marshall Landa, one guard and uh larry allen that good old cowboy great i got larry allen as well he was and such a guy <laughs> He just so man, he's so he was so, Charles Haley on the offensive line. Yeah, I almost he put was, Charles Haley on my team, actually. He was fun to watch, but he'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> then we're gonna go. <laughs> I switched these up last minute, but I'm gonna go left tackle Jonathan Ogden, right tackle Joe Thomas. Oh, and the only reason why I went left tackle Joe uh, Jonathan Ogden, because I had Marshall Lander at left guard. And they've already played together. So I figure if we we're putting the team together, I might as well put the dudes who were used to each other next to each other. So at uh, at center, I have Kevin Mawai. And then at guards, I had Larry Allen and DeBrickishaw Ferguson, just because his name's DeBrickishaw. Are you a, 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 are you a closet Jets fan? No. Because DeBrickishaw Ferguson, oh, you just like him strictly due to name. Yeah. Because he wasn't. No, it's an ongoing joke in our family. We used oh, okay. to, because <laughs> my dad, the, the maestro's got a pot belly. And so uh, my sister made him shirts saying that he was having to brick his Shaw's baby. You know, anybody who hears this is going to make absolute fun of you for putting the Brigger Shaw Ferguson on your team, right? I don't care. Make fun <laughs> of me. Call me out and then I'll put you back down. <laughs> Open challenge. Um, and then for my other. Offensive tackle, I've got the great Anthony Munoz. He was my runner-up. Yeah, he's, you know. But uh, 10 years, 10 All-Pros, I couldn't. Gene Upshaw was tough to pass up, but, you know, that's just, it is what it is. Sorry. Yeah, man, you don't got many Raiders on there. Surprised by that. Why? I'm not a Raiders fan. I know, but family kind of is. That should make me hate the Raiders more. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm interested on this one. It's either going to be the easiest or the worst. Uh, Tight end. Travis Kelsey. I was worried you're going to say something stupid. What do you mean something stupid? How is Tony Gonzalez not the best tight end ever? Tony Gonzalez is the is a very good tight end, but the best tight end actually to do what I need you to do, which is on the middle of the field, Travis Kelsey's numbers say, Travis Kelsey, if he wouldn't have took 10, week 10 off, not just would he had the best receipt, he would have led the NFL in receiving this year, my guy. Are you uh, not not just tight end, the NFL, okay? Yeah, like, that's we're not fantastic. talking. Like, we're talking one of the best. Right now, yeah. So he's definitely Tony G did it for the greatest. Tony G did it at the top, being number one for over a decade. Guess what? Guess what? what? Let me tell you a secret. Tony G ain't got no bowls, (laughs) and Tony G is going to go down as the second best tight end in Chiefs history. How sick is that? (sighs) That's uh, all right. Well, I think we're both going to receive death threats this week. How how sick is that? To be that good, to be number two, maybe all time, and also be number two in the franchise history. I don't know. I, I can't career. even entertain that argument because for to to me, it was just I just wrote it down. If the numbers are close, he has two championships. To the people who like that franchise, they're going to put the, Kelsey above him. Well, yeah, he brought championships to the city. That's one fan base. That's not the entire 
football fan. No, I'm just talking about like I said. That's why I said in Chiefs franchise history because right. to their franchise, I can appreciate Kelsey, that you want him on your team. I can appreciate, it. and he well, is a hell of a lot of fun. The on reason, the, field. the reason why I want him on my team is also part of the rest of my team. <laughs> well, you all, look, hang on before we go any further because we only have. You're doing. I'm guessing you're doing three receivers, one running back, right? Yes. Okay. So let me let me guess. You're gonna go. Tyree Kill, Michael Irvin, <laughs> Randy Moss. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. no. You're going. Yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot about Jerry Rice. So you're going Jerry Rice, Tyree Kill, Michael no. Irvin, no. and Emmett Smith. No. Okay. No way near. Yeah, I get two out of four. No. Okay. All right. All right. So who are your who are your three receivers then? Alvin Johnson. Megatron. I had him as an honorable man. Jerry Rice. Yep. With Marshall Falk as my single back. Wait, who is the third receiver? Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, and Calvin Johnson. T.O. Yes, he donned the star, and he is the second greatest receiver of all time. Bro, I he's on my list, but I couldn't. I went with a, a fullback, so he didn't make the list. But Megatron and To were the two honorable mentions. So I went with a class just because I like the fullback position, and there's only been a couple of guys to do well. It's fun. So I went mm-hmm. for my receivers. I went with Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. I mean, I can't argue those. I can't argue Randy Moss, but I'm a To man. Fullback. So. I went with even though I love. Rathman, I went with Mike Allstott because he was the man. Yeah, Allstott. I can't argue Allstott. I like Allstott a lot. And Allstott can re- change over and play by himself. Single back. Goal line, dude. Dude, there was uh, – I remember way back in the day, he had three touchdowns and one yard was his stat line. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll take it, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was a great fantasy day, right? Yeah. So then uh, for my running back, I have Jim Brown. I mean, you never go wrong with that, especially and with that fullback. Quarterback is Joe Montana. With that, with that offense, you Joe is the perfect quarterback. I mean, because you're running West Coast two receiver tight end. All right, See, me, so so just to I'm recap, high, I'm high flying up up. You already know, and so you know who the guy behind the center is, Mister Mahomes. I think you, I think you missed it on Marshall Falk though. What? With Patty Mahomes and three receiver in the open field, did you not watch Marshall Falk as the part of the greatest show on turf? I did, Bro. and I appreciate Marshall Falk. I just, I don't know, man. You know who, dude, if you're going single back like that, the person I would take over Marshall Falk is LaDainian Tomlinson. No way. No way. Else, he was a bad dude. He was single he back was, most he, of his life. He was bad, dude. But Marshall Falk with the Rams is – is different. That was yeah, a different he was, dude. He was bigger, be, you know, he could run that over was people a for different sure. dude, man. Yeah. Out the backfield, running routes, catching it. Oh my man, Marshall, bro. I'm gonna send you some clips. You got you gotta watch Marshall with the Rams. My dad's a Rams fan. I've seen all these damn <laughs> clips. All right, so read me back your defense. Who you well, got? Uh, we got Aaron was Donald at one DN, John Randall at the nose, Sap at the other DN. Uh, my uh, outside linebacker, Derek Thomas, at one. Mr. Thomas and uh, LT himself. You already know who's at the other. With uh, Sean Taylor and 
Ray Lewis, the the U connection, man in the middle. <laughs> Backed up by Ed Reed and Ryan Wilson over the top. And two of the greatest corners I've ever seen play the game. <laughs> Mr. Revis Island himself and Prime. So I've got Mean Joe Green, Reggie White, and Bruce Smith up front. I've got LT and Derek Thomas outside with Erlacher and Ray Lewis up the middle. That just hurts. That just hurts. It's going to hurt. And then on the outside, I've got Rod Woodson in primetime, Deion Sanders. And then over the top, I've got Ronnie Lott and Ed Reed. But if one of those guys get caught one-on-one with Marshall Falk, night-night. He is six. not getting – nobody's getting past the Patty middle. Mahomes says six. No, we're spreading him out the back, but we're not. We're going to shift him out, out wide. Which one of those are running out there to guard him? Out wide. When we send him out – Ooh, ooh, that is, ooh, a stop and go on Ray Lewis, six, Marshall. <laughs> All right, and Patty, Patty going to drop it in the bread, but because you know what he do. Yeah. Well, then let's go to offense. So so run out your offense real quick. We're going to start. Patty Mahomes is uh, at the helm, taking, taking hikes from Mr. Bruce Matthews with uh, Larry Allen, one guard. And uh, the other guy is going to be my man, Marshall Lander from uh, Baltimore. Great. Next to his homeboy and Hall of Famer, jo- uh, Jonathan Ogden. And Joe Thomas at the other tackle. Kelsey, the greatest tight end of all time. Well, let that go. <laughs> uh, with Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, and Calvin Johnson at receiver. And Marshall Falk in the backfield. So up front, I've got Anthony Munoz, Shaw Ferguson, Kevin Mawai, <laughs> Larry Allen, and Bruce Matthews with the protection. I got Tony G going over the middle on your guys, which I don't know who's going to stop a six foot five, pound bro. I, I dare him. <laughs> I dare him to try with Shantay. Jerry Rice and Randy Moss on the outside. And then we've got Joe Montana slinging it with Mike Allstop blocking for Jim Brown, which sounds ridiculous because he doesn't need a blocker at all. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine that matchup. Revis Allen and Dion versus Jerry Rice and Moss. I'd pay. I'd pay money to watch that. This well, let's see. If on their island. We'll see if anybody uh, has any interest. Who do you think's team would win, Mike's or mine, in a, in a Pro Bowl scenario? Not this virtual Pro Bowl shit like they're doing this weekend. Do you think anybody's <laughs> going to watch that? Yeah, me. You're going to watch a simulated Madden game that you could do by yourself at home? Yes, because I am that much of a sports fanatic that if you put sports on TV, guess what? I'll find a way to watch it. Sounds like you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Some Watching people might call me that, games, too. Bro. <laughs> Some people well, might call me that. I can understand, like, you know, they have those League of Legends, whatever, which I'm not into, but... You know, watching real sports played on video games on TV—that's too—that's too much for me. Why bro. are you hating? That's man, like watching Golden Tee tournament on. There are still Nocho. people who watch wrestling on TV, bro. Bro, I am—I'm gonna watch the Royal Rumble with my son. It's gonna be <laughs> awesome. Oh, you had—you you made sure you threw your son in there, yeah. so we can't say nothing about it. Cause, buddy, if you weren't the left that part out, I was gonna make funny. But Go you ahead, make fun of me because I've I the reason he got into it was because I was watching it 
a couple times a week. I would watch on YouTube. They they condense these three hour shows down to like ten minutes. So I'd watch. So what's it called now anyway? Is it like WWF or is it WWE or is it WCW or is it W? What, what WWE. That's it. Okay. It's not like I'm watching everything. I mean, it's I don't just know there's a the Friday show, there's anymore. a Monday show, and then they have a pay-per-view once a month. So now they have multiple shows? I remember when I coming up and watching it, literally, like, you would break your neck to catch Monday Night Raw, because that's all they had. I'm aging myself. I'm never going to yeah, disclose they had how old well, I They had Raw, am. and they had um, uh, Superstars, I think, on Saturdays. I that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how old I am, too. But... No, it's cool, man. It's fun. Nobody gives a shit about that. But moving on to to real fighting, um, my boy McGregor got uh, got teed up, man, by the next best dude. Poirier's the man. You think who's he gonna fight next? Don't it doesn't matter if Khabib's retired. So here's the thing. Poirier, a lot of people don't know about him. He took like three years off to be a nurse. So he actually, he lost to McGregor in 2014, but he's beat Max Holloway twice. Max Holloway just put in last week the best striking performance in the history of MMA. He beat that dude twice and he beat um, Justin Gaethje uh, once already. Hmm. So, and then no one can beat McGregor. So he's at the top. So it's either if Khabib's truly retired, then him and Gaethje should fight for the title. Forget calling it interim if Khabib's not going to fight, get rid of it, and just have him fight for the title. Because Poirier's he's at the top of the food chain right now. Yeah, but he don't want to fight Khabib. Look, no one wants to fight Khabib. No one should fight Khabib. (laughs) I think that people (laughs) still want to, but nobody should. There's a difference. <laughs> Yo, he just be murdering cats, bro. <laughs> yeah. So well, what that's it is, is that somebody like he baits you into. Oh, go ahead. What it is is the lead up is he baits you in to start talking trash to him, and then he uses your trash talk as fuel to want to murder you, and then he gets in the ring and literally wants to murder you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, he's been trained like he's a robot now. Yeah, you know, it's that's, and you, you know, didn't he already beat Poirier though? Khabib? Yeah, I don't believe so. I don't think they. Oh, I thought fought. he beat both of them. Maybe he did. I don't know. I'm probably out of touch with that. There's so many damn fights, but I do, I do like what the UFC's been doing because last year, if you noticed, towards the end of the year, they had like fights, like two or three fights a week. In like July, August, you know, all the way through October, November, because they have this uh, contract with Disney, you know, they signed a big deal with ESPN, all this stuff. Well, part of the contract was they had to put on at least, you know, something silly, like 100 events or something on ESPN plus. And so once COVID hit, they were running like three months behind. So they just started, they're like fight Island. Okay. We're fighting every three days. Boom, 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 boom. So they're front-loading it this year just in case they get shut down. They're front-loading everything, which oh, I so love because I'm like, just yeah, keep bringing the fights keep on. Keep bringing the fights on, yeah. And then if everything stays fine. Then they're going to run out of fights. Well, that's the thing is if everything stays fine, then people are going to want fights at the rapid pace that they're used to. So it's just going to stay this way, which I'm pumped for. True. If it happens. And uh, Khabib did 
he uh, made him submit round three. Look at you, bro. 19. What year was that? 2012? 19. September 19. Oh. So just, what, two years ago? Not even a full two. Like a year and a half ago. Well, that's we'll probably see. why he's retired. After what I saw on Saturday, is a man to be reckoned with. I understand. I mean, anybody who's standing there and goes to fight bare face and bare fists, I respect them. Well, there's that. And then the fight, the co main event right before Michael Chandler, who I forget where he was fighting, but it, it's his first, I think it was WEC, but it's his first, uh, it was his first UFC fight. And you know, it, this guy was kind of hyped because UFC paid him a ton of money to come in unproven, and he basically come in and waxed whoever he was fighting. And like, <laughs> yeah, that's why he was fighting, bro. But then he called out Nate Diaz. Like two or three people called out Nate Diaz because everybody know, thinks Nate Diaz is beatable right now. Well, the other thing, you know, Nate Diaz, the Diaz brothers never get paid to fight, which is ridiculous. Like they get paid, but they don't get paid big bucks because they they keep getting told they don't move the needle, but. When two and three people at the top of the game are calling you out, I think you move the needle. So just pay them and let them fight everybody. Yeah, can they Diaz will fight any and everybody. Yeah, so will Nick. Let him go. <laughs> Make it a whole thing. The brothers of whatever. <laughs> Stockton. Make a whole series about it. And just have him go around smoking weed and beat well, the We're going to get Nate people. Diaz, Connor three at some point. I think that Connor's going to try and get Poirier again. Um and Dana White might allow that just for the delay to maybe possibly get Khabib to the winner. Um, but we'll see. I mean, he deserves Poirier again. He knocked Poirier out in the first round last time. Yeah. I mean, I and, you know, being off a year and a half and everything, but I'm just glad he wasn't an asshole about it. He was even kind of cool before the fight, which I was like, oh, okay. But I also, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I wonder if he knew there was a chance he was going to lose. You know, if his confidence was down a little bit, and that's why he wasn't talking shit. Yeah, you might be right about that. I don't know. But, uh, and then th- today they're announced that Jake Paul, the YouTube guy, is fighting former UFC flop who was awesome back in the days. You know, still a great fighter, but Ben Askren. They're going to do a no legit clue. exhibition match, eight rounds or 10. Yeah, eight rounds, 10 ounce gloves. Oh, boxing match. A legit boxing match. Jake Paul might knock him out. That's crazy, though, that this, he just, this YouTuber just decided, you know, I mean, he's obviously super famous, but he just decided. He's not a little YouTuber. Like, he's probably been practicing boxing his whole life. He just don't know. He just, yeah, he's going to get jacked, but it doesn't matter. Like, boxing your whole life against your friends or sparring and then going to be in a real exhibition match up against a former MMA fighter? Yeah, but he's an MMA UFC fighter, so he used to fight this. Boxing is boxing. You got to punch, and you got to not get punched. That's that's it. That's true, but also doing <laughs> it on a big stage. You know, you he's did it against famous, some, bro. He, I mean, there's no, you did there's it no bigger Donkey. stage than his stage. He's famous. Millions of people watch him every day, bro. Like, he's famous. He's used to big stage. You talk about some little low-key boxer. UFC dude, what's the biggest stage he ever fought on? You talking about... <laughs> Well, it's just, it's just one of those things where for Askren, it's a it's a no win. Like he's going to get a good payday. And maybe that's the thing. He's like, look, I already got embarrassed in the UFC. Let me just do this right off in the sunset. Nobody ever see me again. All right. But even if he wins, they're going to be like, yeah, 
You're supposed to win. Supposed to win. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, good on Jake Paul for, you know, hustling. I'll respect hey, the hustler, bro. Don't end up on your face like Nate Rob. <laughs> that was so <laughs> brutal. <laughs> uh, anytime I get sad, I just need to watch that go, well, at least that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> end up on your face like Nate Rob. <laughs> so what you been watching lately? Uh, I actually started The Sopranos from the beginning the other day, bro. Have you seen it before? Um, vaguely, but I would always use it just watching passing or miss an episode here. Or Cas- you were a casual yeah, watcher. Yeah, casual watcher. There you go. Yeah. All right. So are you through the first season or what? Where are you at? No, no, no. I'm probably like episode four. Oh, okay. So you just, just started. Yeah, yeah. So what's your what's your review on The Sopranos four episodes in? Okay, it's a pretty good show. Pretty good? All right. We'll have to see how it turns out, see if it ends up being worth watching or not. <laughs> Why well, are you not a fan? <laughs> no, it's just that The Sopranos came out, you know, 20 years ago. So I mean, we'll give, old, a, we'll give, we'll give a, a review with, with modern take on it when you finish it. <laughs> Same same time I review The Godfather. There you go. Hopefully you <laughs> we'll get have to a it. mafia day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wear fucking fedoras and shit. It'll be fun. There you go. I got oh you. man. So I did I haven't got a chance to check out One Night in Miami yet, but I started it. It's it starts out great. It looks like they're picking on Sam Cook quite a bit. <laughs> like at least in the beginning. <laughs> like I'm like, damn, bro. Give the guy a break. <laughs> but now they went hard in the paint on Sam right in the beginning. But other than that, like it's, I think I'm like 45 minutes in. It's, it's super compelling and entertaining. That's, I want to give my full intention. But yeah, that, and I'm then uh, we finished season two of Cobra Kai, which <laughs> it's good. It's kind of, it's one of those things where it's, it's starting to like it's going into the, the third season, which is the last one that's out right now. And I'm like, all right. We're starting to get a little too in the weeds here. So if they don't pull it out, come the first couple episodes of season three, I might I might fall off this train. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to finish season eight of Blacklist on regular TV so I can watch it on like Netflix. Well, once you catch up on Blacklist and once I finish Cobra Kai, we'll give our official reviews so that people know whether to watch it or not. Same thing with the we got to know if people should watch it or not. So give us your No, review. if you like that type of stuff, you should definitely watch Blacklist. Blacklist <laughs> is dope. <laughs> All right, that's like the third time you brought it up. So I guess I still won't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you been listening to? Um, nothing much, man. But um, if anybody's listening, go listen to... My guy, four L O driller, and that's D R I L L A man. A guy I know from neighborhood I grew up in, doing music. Hopefully you like it. Some songs might be different, but give it give it a listen. Four low driller. All right, I'll I'll go. give it a go. So for this past week, you know, I had mentioned that I was going to be listening to the Stones and Tupac, which, by the <laughs> way, awesome fucking mashup. Worked like a charm. <laughs> well, that would have made more sense if I knew you went to the grocery store every Friday. 
<laughs> so what I ended up doing was um, I made a playlist of it on Spotify. So uh, that's available to anybody. You go to Black Irish Podcast, and I'll I put the link in our episode uh, when I post on Instagram. So you can go right there, and it's a preloaded playlist for you. And actually, what I said last week was thought provoking. So this week I'm going to do Biggie and the Beatles. So I'll put together a playlist throw it up there <clears throat> excuse me and then anytime throughout the week if you want to throw it on throw it on and if you don't if you just want to be lazy and have somebody else do your playlist it's right there for you <laughs> but, uh, so we'll do biggie and the beatles this week and then if you guys have any suggestions or let us know what you're listening to we might throw it in the rotation so yeah, give me some suggestions i need some new music to listen to man anyway i listen to the same stuff so please anybody got suggestions throw them my way yeah, throw them out to us. So, on that note, Mike, I think uh, we should finish with a knock knock joke. You know how knock, those work? Yeah, knock, I knock. Go knock knock. Who's yeah. there? Hootie. Hootie and a blowfish. See, no. that's the big knock knock joke. Hootie hoo! Get out of here. <laughs> Check us out each week. Follow us on Instagram at Black Irish Pod at Brendala7 and at Black Irish 213. Till next time.